Thanks for listening to this podcast of Bet MGM Tonight. Our show is live every weeknight from 7 to 11 p.m. Eastern on Odyssey radio stations around the country, odyssey.com, as well as the Odyssey app. So our guy John Ewing with a great tweet and great information earlier uh, through that we get through our emails here from BetMGM. Give him a follow on Twitter at John Ewing. Of course, follow BetMGM, a great follow on social media on Twitter, BetMGM, MGM Resorts, MGM Harbor. We love it all. Um, so favorites for each prop right now. Tell me which ones you would play. And these are the favorites again, so these aren't value picks. And which ones you would just avoid. Most passing touchdowns. I think that record is going to be broken. I don't know about the the passing touchdowns this year. I know for a fact passing yardage is getting broke this year. It's either going to be Dak that breaks it or it's going to be Mahomes. I would play one of those two. Right now, most passing touchdowns to lead the league, Patrick Mahomes is the favorite, plus 350. Any issue with that? No, not, um, not an issue with that. I just hope that... Uh... His receivers can stay healthy. That's the biggest thing. But if they can, I mean, that offense is so explosive. I have no reason to fade that at all. Most passing yards? Get this. Patrick Mahomes, plus 325. I would take a shot with somebody like Dak. And we'll take a look at these numbers I'm surprised here. you didn't take a shot with uh, your your guy, Aaron Rodgers, to have I the think most they're passing gonna... touchdowns this year. You said their, their offense got even better. Bring in Randall Cobb. Devontae Adams is taking a leap. Yeah. Um, I'm surprised 48 last way. year, and that was uh, ridiculous. I think they're going to run the football a lot more in the red zone. I think that that's why they used that second-round pick on A.J. Dillon, and they wanted to get him the ball more last year, but he went into the COVID protocol, and they used Jamal Williams a lot because at the time he was better in pass protection and the better pass better pass catcher. But, I mean, A.J. Dillon's worked on the hands. I just feel like when they get in the red zone, man, with Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon, they're going to run the football a lot, and that's what Matt LaFleur wants to do. So I'm actually going to... Not fade Aaron Rodgers, but I'm not really going to play a whole lot of Aaron Rodgers anything this year. Like last year, I played him to win the MVP because I was getting to 22 one. to 1. This year, he's 11 to 1. He opened to 8 to 1. So you are getting a little bit better value right now, but uh, I'm not going to play anything with Rodgers. If anything, if I'm playing passing yardage, I'm looking at Dak, man, because Mike McCarthy hates to run the football as high as we are on Ezekiel Elliott. He probably only get like 18 touches a game. We saw that in the first episode know, of Hard Knocks I, I where think, he was like, I think Dak, look, I mean, I think Zeke looks so good. Like there's no, it's, it, it would be coaching malpractice to not give him 20 touches a game. Yeah. I think he actually, his volume does pick up. I'm yeah, not, as long I, as he I, know, I know McCarthy is, uh, 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 has a history of not running guys, but I can't see Zeke not getting 20, 23, 25 touches a game like he's just way too good like you have to implement him you also have to balance out and take some of that pressure off of Dak's arm yeah and I feel like Dak will find ways to like get him more carries even if he has to check out of passing situations which I don't think Dak likes to do but if I'm playing anybody to have the most yards or even break the record it'd probably be Dak but Mahomes is plus 325 decent value right there better than three to one odds most interceptions here's one you're not gonna like Ryan Fitzpatrick plus 550 how James Winston's a starter again if Jameis Winston starts, he's absolutely winning that. Jameis looks terrible. Plus 550 is Fitz magic. Uh, most rushing touchdowns. Fitzpatrick has, like, real receivers to throw to this year. Right. Like, can we can we stop with that? See, I wouldn't play that. And also, like, if Ryan Fitzpatrick has double-digit interceptions early on in the season on a team with, um, I don't know if you're going to call them Super Bowl aspirations, but definitely they're going to go back to the playoffs this year. I mean, that's what their hopes are. I, I would think that he would probably get benched, Fitzpatrick. You know, it's not like they don't have any other options. They have Taylor Heineke there, and, and I think he could step in. You saw what he was able to do against Tampa Bay, even in a losing effort. If Fitzpatrick's turning the ball over left and right, I think they'll bench him. So I would look to Jameis, because who are you going to bench Jameis for 
Taysom Hill. You could use him in packages, but I don't think he could be an every down quarterback. I mean, they and paid him a lot of money like he can be an every down quarterback. They though. did. I don't know why. Jeez. He's going to be returning kicks. He's going to be doing all the weird stuff that he does. And there's no chance, as much as I love Notre Dame, Ian Book, as good as he looked, as decent as he looked, I'll say, uh, in the preseason in his first game, is going to be a starting quarterback in the league. They gave ever. Taysom four for 140 minutes. I know. I still. Oh, my gosh. And that's why they're in salary cap hell right now. Yeah. A lot of bad contracts floating around that uh, that organization. Most Jeez. rushing touchdowns, the leader, Derrick Henry, plus 500. I'm not going to touch that. I was actually looking at a number on Aaron Jones. Like, Derrick Henry, I always say, okay, going into last year, I was like, is he going to be able to handle that workload again? Well, yes, because he's an absolute monster. It takes 15 guys to bring him down, and there's only 11 on the field. I'm not going to play anybody but Derrick Henry there. You're plus 500. Christian, Christian McCaffrey? McCaffrey would be the only other guy, but I could see him catching like 10. That's the only thing. Yeah. You know, the only, dump off. The, the only thing that's weird about that is the fact that, you know, they have so many more weapons with the Titans. Uh, like they have Julio Jones now. And we already know A.J. Brown is there. Like, I, I think he might get a lot of those situations taken from him, especially at the goal line. I mean, it would make the most sense to put give the ball in the stomach of uh, Derrick Henry when you're on the goal line. But also, you know, teams are going to start loading the box extremely crazy now. And if you have guys like. Julio Jones, who can go one-on-one, back shoulder fade, over the top, back corner. Like, you can do stuff like that with your wide receivers. But at, also in the same vein, when you start having guys like A.J. and Julio on both sides of the field, when you are in the goal in the goal line situation, it's less guys in the box, less corners cheating over. You can go ahead and, go and, and get more bang for your buck if you give the ball off to Derrick Henry to run up the middle. Dude, if they stay healthy, um, I don't know who they're going to be able to stop. They did look pretty damn good uh, defensively in their first preseason game, but then again, they were going against uh, the ghost of A.J. McCarron, who like literally cannot move out of the pocket right now. Yeah, I don't know terrible. who they're going to stop, but how do you you can't stop them because you can't load the box to stop Derrick Henry because now you have Julio Jones and A.J. Brown on the outside. Yep. You know what I mean? And you have, like, I'm not really high on Josh Reynolds, but if Josh Reynolds could ever stay healthy, I feel like they could get the most out of him just because those two dudes, man, like, who are you going to be able to double team? A.J. Brown in the red zone, I'm double teaming because he actually catches touchdowns in the red zone, but then that frees up Julio Jones. I don't think there's a way that you could play Tennessee defensively, and that's why I don't know why I've been so, I just, I I need to see what they're able to do defensively. Um, So most receiving touchdowns, Devontae Adams is 7-1 to plus 700. I actually won't play that because I love Devontae, but he struggles to stay on the... Ah, here's the thing, though. He struggles to stay on the field. I do feel like this is the year that he will be able to, and the only reason I wouldn't fade that or play anybody other than Devontae Adams at 7-1 to odds, because that's a good price, it's a contract year. They're talking about this being the last dance. He wants to be the highest-paid wide receiver in the league. He says he wants to be the highest-paid non-quarterback in the league. I don't know if that happens, especially if he's going to stay in Green Bay. I don't like fading guys on a contract year, though, and plus 700 is actually a decent price when Devon, I'm sorry, when Aaron Rodgers is your starting quarterback. What about Tariq Hill? Yeah, that's the other thing. Another guy, though, that I worry, is he going to stay on the field? You know, he's so damn fast. I worry about, like, hamstring injuries. And especially I, the other thing I worry about with guys like Devontae and uh, Tyreek is because I think Green Bay and Kansas City are both winning – 13 games minimum this year. And in the 17 game schedule, like I'm not high on anybody else in the NFC North, except for the bears to win eight games. You know what I mean? And then with the chiefs, like I could see both teams getting off to these ridiculous starts. Then the final couple weeks of the seasons, like how many touches are these guys going to get when you're resting guys with that extra added game? I don't know if they, if they score at the rate that they can throughout the regular season, it might not actually matter at all. I really like to Hill um, to, to have the most touch. I mean, last year he had 15, um, 
you know, a couple years before that, he had 22 back in 2018. And one thing about that system is the jet motion and the jet action that Andy Reid has on that offense, the little flip passes when you have Tariq Hill coming from his wide receiver position and running right in front of uh, Patton. It's a little flip, a little, little. it's not really a throw, but it counts as a pass. Exactly. So if that, that being the case, that's a receiving touchdown. It's not, even though it seems to be a handoff, that still counts towards something. So I can see that definitely benefiting, especially some little cheap ones. And he's so freaking fast that if you can get him in motion and give him a head start, kind of similar to like the Canadian Football League, like the little head start that you get, that's kind of what you're doing with Tyreek Hill. Um, I, I wouldn't mind taking t- him to lead the league in touchdowns this year. You know what's the only thing, the only other thing that would scare me away from that, because that's a great point, but you look at him and Kelsey have the same price, plus 900. And that's the only thing, like when you have a team with so many weapons, like even Green Bay bringing back Randall Cobb. Okay, Randall Cobb's probably not catching double-digit touchdowns, but they got Amari Rodgers now. Like finally they have a speedster that they could put in the slot. Robert Tunyon caught double-digit touchdowns last year as the tight end for the Green Bay Packers. And I know it was only the preseason, but Devin Funches looked really good. Um, and I don't think there's any way that he gets caught. MVS like showed flashes where maybe he could be a number two, number three. So that's the only thing with those guys. What about Justin Jefferson, 12 to 1? I don't hate that. Or Stephon Diggs, 12 to 1. I don't hate it either. The only reason I hate it is because. Dude, Amari Cooper is 16 to 1. There's the, so much here at BetMGM. Like, the Vi- I could get in the Vikings, like, I think the Vikings are going to stink. <laughs> yeah, me too. Yeah, I thought I was kind of higher on the Vikings than. No, they look like they're going to stink. And I know they didn't play really any guys on their first preseason game, but I don't know, man. I just have a very bad feeling about the Vikings. Like, this might be the worst year they've had in a very long time. Uh, earlier when we were talking rushing touchdowns, you brought up McCaffrey. Don't love the price, eight to one. Chubbs eight to one. Aaron Jones is sixteen to one. If he could just stay healthy, Saquon is eighteen to one plus eighteen hundred. J.K. Dobbins is twenty to one. I just I would look for value. I'm going to dive a little bit more into these numbers. I'm glad that everything is finally uh, available as we get a little bit closer to the season. There are so many options. How about this? Uh, most receptions. DeAndre Hopkins and Stephon Diggs both five to one. Most receiving yards, DeAndre Hopkins eight to one. D Hop is so good. I love D Hop, but, but I don't know. He's now sharing the field with uh, AJ Green, who is is healthy for the first time in like seventeen thousand years, and so, wants to play, <laughs> and wants to play, and I and he looks good. I mean, so I think just looking at those teams that do have multiple weapons is just like, do you trust the quarterback to spread the sugar and be able to do it enough to where one guy is? The solid, solid guy with two. You have two number ones, basically. Like even the Ryan Tannehill problem. Can Ryan Tannehill spread the sugar? You're looking at Baker Mayfield. I don't think Baker Mayfield is a good enough quarterback to be able to give to Odell Beckham and Jarvis Landry and all the other plethora of weapons that they have there. So I'm going to have to fade that as well.